0: No purchase is necessary, boy we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Strap on in. I'm going to be spilling the tea. Hi y'all, it's Amiri Yasai with the take-on for the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, everyone. It's your friend, Amir. We're back for a special treat for you, not the usual. I posted a nonchalant TikTok video about celebrities that I've worked with, many that I felt were uh, A-list. Y'all put me in my place and told me a lot of them were not A-list. But listen, anyone who's on Bravo for me, is perfection and will always be a list so i posted this video um thanks to jenny mccarthy because i was on her show and she told me she was like you should start talking about a-list celebrities that you've worked for and so i was like listen what can i do that will not get me um sued uh tell the truth so all of the stories that i've put out i've put out two parts so far are all factual whether or not you guys like it They are all very true. And for everyone that was wondering, let me give you a little story time. So I am a PR girl. That's kind of what I was doing. So I was a publicist and an assistant to a manager um, for years. Um, I came to LA when I was 18, went to USC. I was, you know what do they say, wide-eyed and bushy-tailed, and I was ready to kind of jump in. Uh, so I worked in um, LA Fashion Week, and that's kind of where I started to kind of see celebrity. Um, we had an event with Paris Hilton, and I this was kind of the height of Kitson, which is a store in LA where a lot of step- celebrities would go to, and, you know, the IV was so big on Robertson. It was just like the height of celebrity because there was no social media So you have to go out into the wild to see celebrities. And so I was just so enamored. um, And I worked in fashion PR. Um, At one point, I had done an event with Kelly Cutrone. If you don't remember her, she was from the hills and the city. Uh, She was very intense, like PR maven. Uh, So very much looked up to her. And I was like, this is everything. So I was like, if I can just be a publicist, wear all black, hide from every photo, I can really start making an impact in this industry. So long story short... Um, I got out of fashion PR because I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And then I got into entertainment PR, um, which included like brands and A-list celebrities, um, et cetera. So that's where my first guest, you know, that was on uh, my TikTok video. That's like the first uh, client that I had was Erica Jane. So if you don't know Erica Jane, she, her Instagram is The Pretty Mess. She plays a caricature um, of a, like a kind of sexualized singer. And then she's obviously a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, it was funny because like, I looked up to Erica and I'd seen her at, at LA Pride like a couple years before she kind of got really big and was on The Housewives. And I remember just being kind of in awe of her. She's like such a gay icon. And then I worked for her. So, long story short, my old boss, Diana Madison, who is like a YouTuber, really successful host, she wanted me to fill in for her because she, I think her daughter was sick or something. She was like, Can you fill in for me? Um, I was doing like gig work. So she was like, Can you fill in with, for me, Erica Jane's on Fox 11, like the morning show? Um, with Jillian Barbary. I love her so much. Um, Shout out to Jillian Barbary. Anyway, so then I go to this um, live tubing, which was at the Fox 11 studios. I was like so excited to be... First of all, I love live performances. If you haven't done it, it's really electrifying because you really have to get the clients. The timing has to be perfect. There's so many producers and assistants and managers and blah, blah, blah. There's so many people involved. So anyways, I arrive. I go into the green room, which is like a room where they hold all of the talent. Um, And ironically, it's never green. So anyway, that's a side note. Um, So I go in there and lo and behold my favorite um sprinkled cupcakes are like laid out on a table and the owner of it is there i can't remember her name but anyway i go to eat a cupcake and she's like no 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 runs across the room and is like don't eat the cupcakes they're for tv they've been sprayed with chemicals um and then i see erica from the corner of my eye with her team of first of all if you don't know side note celebrities always travel in packs you will never find a a-list celebrity alone ever uh, so she was in her corner and she was kind of with her minions and her makeup artist So her makeup artist and I I can't remember his name have mutual friends So he smiled at me whatever I walked over and kind of gave my PR spiel Which is basically I'm filling in for Diana Madison I you know I'm gonna be here coaching through the day getting you to live TV etc She was promoting her book so it was like 2018 The Pretty Mess came out over and she just like gives me the dirtiest look right off the bat I haven't even opened my mouth so I open my mouth, and I'm like, I work for Diana Madison, blah, blah, blah. I'm here filling in for her. I'm going to walk you through the day. And she looks at me again with daggers, and I'm just, like, really confused. So I go back over um, on the other side of the green room, and I sit alone. I, I was on my phone. I was, like, sending emails, as we do. Um, and then all of a sudden, her makeup artist is like, oh, my God, Amir, come over here. I want to show you. Um, I did Megan Trainer's makeup. Um, and it looks really bad, which I thought was really awkward. I don't know if I misunderstood him, but that's basically how I – received the info was like he did her makeup and it looks bad i don't know if he was making fun of her i don't remember it was a long time ago um she's 34 now her memory is not exactly intact so i was like okay um let me see it and then before i could even see the photo of megan trainer erica jane stands up between us and is like don't talk about your clients when the other client is standing here and then proceeds to kind of berate him and says in front of a total stranger and i'm like we just met. I'm not a total stranger. Anyways, I'm like, I'm not getting involved in this bullshit for $100 a day. Bullshit job. So I walk over and sit over there in the green room. And I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. And um, the producer comes in. You always know a daytime producer because they have a freaking old school clipboard. They have a mic pack and headphones. And they always look for the shower showered in like three days. Um, so she comes over to me super stressed. She's like, Eric has to go on like in five minutes. Give her the warning, blah, blah, blah. So I walk over and I'm like... Erica, like, you have to go on live TV. And she's like, I don't need to do what you're saying. And I was like, okay. I'm like, that's exactly my job, though. And she's like, no. And I'm like, you need to go. Like, your book is now on TV. Like, I can see the book. And first of all, there's a five-minute five, five minute walk in the studio, because the studio is big, to get to the live set. And she's, like, wearing some crazy-ass heels, of course, as you know, if you know Erica Jane, face of Shoe Dazzle, et cetera, whatever. So she, like, is, like... I'm not going. And I'm like, oh my God. So then her makeup artist whispers something in her ear and then she gets up and go and she listens. So whatever, long story short, it's done. It was a crazy day. I was so like knackered. I was so over it. By the way, I've been watching the only way Is Essex. So knackered means like tired. Um, so I was so over it. And I literally got up and um, we like, then my boss called me and was like, I'm going to be interviewing Erica at her office. Can you come and just assist? So I was like, all right, so Diana was interviewing her um, for her YouTube channel, whatever. So I get to her office, and if you've seen her office on Housewives, it's like super because she's on obviously on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It's super decked out. It's in Hollywood. It's right above Katsuya in Hollywood. So whatever, we get there, we go up. I walk in. My boss is like talking me up. This is Amir. He's a like, great, you know, he's wonderful. I heard he assisted you earlier. I hope it went well. And she's like, Oh, I know who he is. I know who he is. And it was like intense. And I kept looking around and I was like, are there cameras here? Like, am I going to be on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Because this shit is hitting the fan and it's getting so extreme and I don't need it. Um, And I was just like, what? And so I just, again, brushed it off because she's a professional. Um, And then I go into the, um, into her little glam area, which was stunning, by the way. And she said she spends half a million dollars on glam, which was insane. Um... Oh, before I forget, by the way, I wrote Erica on my TikTok video, E-R-I-C-A, it's E-R-I-K-A. I know, I made a mistake. So for all you people messaging me and saying that I actually didn't work for her because I can't even spell her name, false. Um, Anyways, so we go there and she's getting interviewed and it's really cold and she's just like not feeling it. And it's like pulling teeth with Diana and her getting her to like open up and uh, answer Diana Madison's questions. So we're leaving the office, whatever. Um, Erica does not acknowledge me anymore. She like does not even want to. Acknowledge that I'm there, uh, and her her publicist was there. He's like this Armenian guy, really fabulous. We were talking. He knows me, and he was just like, I don't know what's going on. Kind of, sort of apologized to me. So I, I'm leaving her office, and Diana's like, and I are in the elevator, and Diana's like, what happened today? Like she seemed really off. She seemed really cold. Like I met her before. She's very warm and etc. And then I told Diana the whole story, and Diana's like, oh yeah, that sucks. Like I'm totally on your side. Blah blah blah. So. And mind you, this whole time I had stuff throat, so I was, like, feeling deathly ill. So I went home, I took an antibiotics, I'm getting into bed, whatever. I get a call from Diana super... First of all, I get a long text message. Like, you know when you're breaking up with someone, you get that long text message. It was like, this and that, Erica called, Akbar, Akbar was above, Di- was Diana's publicist, the person that had hired me, whatever. He, like, blah, blah, blah. He's pissed off, she's pissed off. She called... Going to Vegas. I'm like, this girl called from a private plane to get me fired. That seems really extreme, right? So I apologize. And I'm like, I didn't do anything. This is the only situation with the makeup and making trainer and blah, blah, blah. And Erica's like, oh, you know, I kind of explained what Erica's reactions to all of it. And so Diana turned around and was like, all right, that's totally fine. Basically, I'm not going to say that Erica got me fired, but I never really worked with them anymore because I was doing gig work. So I lost that job. So it's not like I was getting like I lost a loss of salary, but I also lost that gig opportunity. So that was kind of messed up. And again, I love her. I think she's great at entertainment. I love her fashion. I'm here for her. I'm not like trying to cancel her. I don't care. I'm not working in PR anyway. Um, so that was really disheartening. And then, that's kind of where i went there and then um a couple months later i started working for another pr firm that was um this was full-time and it was a british company um so long story short we worked with gin companies and a lot of celebrities uh etc etc um we did a lot of gifting suites for the emmys i like snuck into the golden globes to get someone's tickets through security i mean the life of a publicist how i'm gonna write a book how pr changed my life um bizarre um anyways uh so i started working for this british company and then they were like oh you know we're gonna do the opening for tom tom so vanderpump rules is a show on bravo following the the servers at sir and it also follows um uh it also follows uh some people at villa blanca etc so it co- covers all of lisa vanderpump's restaurants. So we were going to do the opening of TomTom, Tom, which is Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval. So whatever they had a Daily Mail party um, a week I think before us, or sorry, a week after us so that was going to be filmed and be on Banner Pump Rules. But we couldn't get the approval. We had a meeting with Ken and Lisa, many meetings before that. A couple of days before our final like walkthrough, Ken was like, "I need five thousand dollars more." So we had to wire that money. It was from a gin company, so it's not out of my own pocket. But I felt like it was a little shady. It kind of felt like why are you last minute trying to get some coin but he's a businessman he's got to do what he's got to do in all of these meetings there was always a red woman carrying jiggy and the other dogs i don't know their names um and so lisa would always be there chris white shirt sure. denim you know the works she she's fabulous um so this is again her event her restaurant she refused to come to the event for longer than 15 minutes she literally came in didn't take pictures didn't do the red carpet her and ken left it was just like Again, she wasn't mean, she wasn't rude, she just wasn't warm, and she just was, like, not engaged at all. Um, Who was engaged, which was actually in my video as well, was Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval. Super engaging, super fun, did the red carpet, arrived in a sidecar situation. They were super lovely and amazing, and I was so here for them, and we're still good friends. And I love Ariana, um, who's dating Sandoval. I'm here for all of it. Um, Jax also came to the party, was smoking in the corner, acting a fool. I don't know what was going on with him. He was wearing shorts. Um, I posted the video on my Instagram. He's a little off. So anyways, uh, and obviously, as you know, Vanderpump Rules has been shaken up. A lot of people have been fired. Um, I wouldn't be so mad if Jax was out as well. Anyways, um, moving on to Sheena. So I love Sheena Shea. She's so cute. She actually commented on the video when I posted about her. Um, She was, again, super wonderful, signed a bunch of people's autographs. She was there with some Bachelor stars. Um, They were all really wonderful, and I really don't have much aggression towards them. A lot of people were commenting that I was a misogynist because I only complained about the woman being difficult. That was just my experience in the first video. Um, I'm going to break down. I have a part three coming going to have Andy Cohen. It's going to have, it's not going to just be women that are nightmares because men are, can be huge nightmares in Hollywood as well. Um, yeah, so that was kind of neat. Uh, they were great. Uh, James Kennedy, again, disclaimer, he was not sober at the time. He was a nightmare, was very rude and aggressive. And, um, I was working the door and this You know, a mom and daughter were walking by. They're probably from the Midwest, love the show, whatever. We're walking by. People get excited. Like, people saw me coming out of the event. They're like, oh, my God, you know the shorts. Can you tell me about Sandoval? I mean, people get really invested, Um, which I get. I'm a fan of the show as well. Uh, He turned around and said, why do you want a photo with me? Because I'm a reality star. It's like, oh. So that was just really tough to handle because it's like, okay, white Kanye, we get it. Um, Yeah, so then he was just a nightmare but again he was not sober so i just want to kind of give him the benefit of the doubt, doubt there uh moving on so i also worked with michael b jordan as well and donald glover gwen stefani melissa mccartney um i worked as an assistant to a manager kenny goodman he was wonderful um It was a wonderful company and I don't really have anything bad to say because all of their clients were pretty wonderful. There was one client, I can't remember her name. She worked, she was an actress in the movie Prometheus. She used to wear a boa and sunglasses and was so rude and always wanted validation for her parking and herself. She always said she looked stunning. And it's just that kind of stuff was like a nightmare. Um, And I also got $10 an hour and they were replacing the wallpaper behind my desk for $5,000. Some of the stuff just didn't make any sense. Um, Gwen Stefani was just dating... um, Oh god, what is his name? I don't remember. Anyways, the person she's dating, some country singer. Uh anyways, he they were starting to date and one of the interns had exposed that to us weekly and it had gone like viral and that person got fired. It was like it was like a that office you do not talk about clients. Um but again, she was wonderful. Donald Glover was so wonderful. Um, He was doing Atlanta. So I got to see the process of producing a show. Um, Was amazing. He never let me make him coffee. He'd always be like, you're older than me. I'm going to make my own coffee. Like, again, Michael B. Jordan, same. Like, he gave me his Puma gear. He was doing Crete. He was so gracious. Um, But again, one thing about celebrities that people don't know is that they never carry cash. So we go to dinners, these expensive dinners. And he'd be like, can you pay? And I'm like, I'm an assistant getting paid $10 an hour. Of course I can get it, like, you know refund it or whatever um but like reimburse my boss will give me the money back but like that's not the point is that like a lot of celebrities do not carry cash they don't have ids they don't they just like are always expecting some minion or someone around to motherfucking pay the bill um so anyway he was uh, but he was so delicious he'd walk around his house in his boxers and no shirt like creed body honey looking fantastic i swear we had a moment in one of his closets because I was looking at his shoes. I was taking a Snapchat of all of – he had hundreds of Jordans. Obviously, his name is Michael Jordan, so it kind of makes sense. But we added the B um, because we don't want it to be confused. But anyway, he was, like, right behind me, and he was like, what are you doing? And it was just – it felt so electric, and it was just like, ugh. But, like, anyway, he's amazing. I love him, and I am so happy for his success, and he's so wonderful. I know that some girl, I guess, this scene in Black Panther when he looked floyne, she like broke her retainer and he bought her a new one. Like he's just very gracious, really nice would always give me his Puma gear. He didn't want was always super gracious. I don't think PR was my world. Cause it's a lot of babysitting and handholding. And I'm just like truthful with these celebrities. Like he would complain about his car and I'd be like, just buy a new one. Like you have a scratch on your car. Just buy a whole new car. Like you got a $4 million check. Like there's nothing to complain about, but that's what these managers and assistants and publicists do. Like, we gas them up and we kind of blow smoke up their ass. So it is part of the job. Um, Melissa McCartney as well did a line for plus size woman would always give stuff samples to, you know, the employees. Um, she had come this deal with this chocolate company. She'd literally give it all for free to everyone. I mean, just a lot of graciousness for sure. Um, a lot of nightmarish people. I worked with this Romanian actress who said that I tried to sell Coke to a young underage girl at an event Crickets, honey, crickets. Like, this is stuff that I've dealt with is, like, crazy. Like, people just trying to get you fired left and right for, like, morsel. Like, you're not even getting paid a good salary for anyone that's in PR. You might have a Gucci bag. You might have the most lit Instagram story, but you are making zero dollars. That is just kind of how publicity is set up. Um, Again, publicist that I look up to, Aline Kashishian is a publicist that I look up to. Um, I think she is wonderful. Um... I think that like there there is a lot in PR that really works. I think for me, what's interesting, and I would never go back to PR, but what I find interesting is crisis PR, like the Olivia Pope's scandal kind of thing, like how they revamp Lindsay Lohan's career if they can. Um, But I miss those days of like the Paris Hilton, Nicole Richie, Lindsay Lohan, Britney Spears PR times, where it was just like you plan a story, get paparazzi there, create a new moment, and the Kardashians do it best. So that's someone to really look at. But if anyone wants to be in PR, like start promoting yourself and you'll learn a lot about how to promote others. And that's kind of why I'm good at like pivoting out of PR and kind of doing my own thing on TikTok or Instagram and doing the podcast. Cause I can kind of pivot out and I know how to kind of be the brand. Um, you have to be authentic. Anyone that makes it, no matter who they are, even if they're like, I'm not saying anything, they still have to expose some part of their lives. So, um, and that's kind of my thing. And again, I love celebrities. I love pop culture. I love it all. Like me posting these videos doesn't mean that I'm not in awe or love publicity. Cause it's, it is amazing. It's like luck and hard work and perspiration, all that stuff coming together in one really kind of beautiful shooting star moment. Um, and I'm going to release part three, hopefully with this on TikTok. And I'm going to be talking about Andy Cohen and some other celebs, Um, It's going to be a good old time. Oh my God, before I let you guys go, I need to tell you about Tara Reid. So I actually ended up working with her last year and she's trying to revamp her career from American Pie. She's always had a lot of bad press, the boob out on the red carpet and drug allegations, bad plastic surgery, etc. But I drove her around, we had such great conversation. She was really nice, she was wackadoo weirdo, Tara Reid. We went to some gaming event. I mean, it was so random, like what is Tara Reid doing here? She would be a really great avatar for a video game. But anyways, she's trying to get Meghan Markle in her movie now, I mean, it, it's like, you can't write this. Like Hollywood is stranger than fiction. Um, I hope that with Me Too and Black Lives Matter, we can shift the way Hollywood is, you know, run. We have Wolfie Goldberg and Ava DuVernay running the Oscars. There's a lot of cool stuff happening. So. You know what? This has just been a little segment of, you know, the life of a PR girl, how PR changed my life and kind of gave me everything I have now. And um, I love all of you guys. And thanks for being here for a little special, yummy, delicious surprise um, for the take on for the Broadway Podcast Network. Love you all from one PR girl to the next. Thanks for listening to this episode of the take on the take on is produced by Dory Berenstein and Alan seals edited by Kyle Moore and is a proud member of the Broadway podcast network. You can find out more about me and the take on at bpn.fm backslash the take on. And of course on my Instagram at Amir Yoss official. Yes, honey, we're official. Make sure to subscribe and rate the take on wherever you stream your podcast and keep tuning in for more amazing guests.